It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. It's Tuesday morning as I record this of Super Bowl week. So we have a lot of different storylines coming up this Sunday. Ex-Redskins related, as you guys know, with Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, along with former Redskins assistants um, on his staff, and Mike Shanahan, of course his dad, former Redskins head coach. So... You know, for me, that's the number one thing that goes into my eyes is how do I make a national story a local story or a Redskins story? That's always what I'm thinking of. And people get mad at me because I am fond of the Shanahan's. Uh, I have a good relationship. Uh, I talk regularly uh, with Mike. Um, You know, Kyle and I you know, don't talk as, as frequently, and I try and leave him very much alone. Um, but I talked to a couple of the assistants on his staff and uh, guys like, you know, uh, there are good people on his staff. Mike McDaniel, who is their run game coordinator. Bobby Turner, who's their running backs coach. Uh, and a longtime Mike Shanahan assistant. Uh, Richard Hightower, special teams coordinator. Uh, there's just some good, good, good people uh, on his staff, more than good coaches, good people. And that's what I always try and stress is people get mad about how things broke down here with Robert Griffin and Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen. You know, I, I say this, I blame Bruce Allen for almost everything. Um, you know, Dan Snyder certainly deserves some of the blame. Mike and Kyle Shanahan certainly didn't do everything right. Uh, there's nobody that would say that they did. I don't even think Mike and Kyle would say that they did everything right. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, You know, everybody gets mad at me for saluting them or praising them or being happy for them. Um, You know, one thing I'll say is, why wouldn't I be? Uh, They did nothing to me. They did nothing but do their jobs, and they actually helped me in my job. So why would I be mad at them? Why would I be rooting against them? Why would I not care about them? makes no sense to me. Uh, And whether it's seven years later, nine years later, ten years later, I'll always root for them. And especially when it comes to the pinnacle of the sport. I've been rooting for them all along, whether it's the regular season or the postseason. Uh, Just like I'll root for Lorenzo Alexander when he was playing uh, and he just recently retired. Uh, Just like I'll root for Matt LaFleur and the Green Bay Packers. Because why wouldn't I? Uh, you know, I, I don't have to just root for the Redskins to do well. That makes no sense to me. Um, so that's a entire storyline that we'll be concentrating on, you know, throughout the week in various different forms. And 
I'll just kind of peel back the layers of the onion a little bit. I'm scheduled to talk to Mike Shanahan uh, once he gets down to Miami later on this week. So uh, hopefully as that goes, and uh, we don't know exactly what time we're going to do it yet, um, we will get that out for you guys here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, As well, also have to mention this, Bashad Breeland and Kendall Fuller and Austin Ryder are three starters for the Kansas City Chiefs. So there's a lot of ex-Redskins flavor in this particular Super Bowl. I mean, if the Redskins aren't going to be there, there's Redskins flavor for sure. Uh, Michael Phillips from the Richmond Times-Dispatch is down there in Miami. He spoke to Bashad Breeland on Monday night at Super Bowl Media Night. He was asked about the difference between playing in Washington and Kansas City. And again, remember, Breland signed that big free agent deal with Carolina and failed the physical because of something with his foot. Uh, and that got washed away, and he's kind of bounced around. He was with Green Bay for a little bit and has found a home in Kansas City. He said, quote, it's the attitude, the vibe, it's family. I know everybody wants to always says their family, but this team really preaches it and lives it and walks it, end quote. And that's really what Ron Rivera has to build here. You know, you can look at Bashad Breeland as being persona non grata. I mean, you know, you don't have to believe whatever Bashad Breeland says. Make no mistake about it. The culture here sucked. It absolutely was awful. And for Bruce Allen to do what he did in October and to make an absolute clown show out of himself and the organization when everyone in the building and everyone outside of the building knew it was the biggest joke known to mankind. Why do you think Ron Rivera preached the word culture about 17 times during his introductory press conference? And even Dan Snyder preached the word culture in his press release firing Bruce Allen and hiring Ron Rivera. Why? Because everyone knew it was a joke. So that's exactly what Breland's talking about. And good for him. Because that's what needs to be fixed here. Culture and communication. Something that Jack Del Rio talked about recently with media here in Washington on a teleconference. We talked about that. Culture and communication, two of the biggest areas of change that have to happen in order for the Redskins to turn it around. All right, I'm Chris Russell. You can follow me on Twitter at WrestleMania621. You can... Follow the podcast at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins. Uh, As well, you can listen to me on the radio, 106.7 The Fan in the Washington, D.C. area on the FM dial. And as well, the radio.com app, anywhere you might be. You can read me, redskinsreport.com, redskinsreport.com, part of the SI.com team channel network. All sorts of Redskins coverage there as well by subscription, Warpath Magazine. Lots of different ways to consume whatever I'm doing 
on the Redskins. And sometimes it's all interrelated. And don't forget to check out our Google Redskins News Initiative updates. Just go to Google and say, hey, Google, play me Locked on Redskins, and you will see. And you'll get daily one- and five-minute reports Monday through Friday on the Washington Redskins from me. So there you have it. Um, Again, I mentioned Bashad Breeland, Kendall Fuller, who is a free agent coming up at the end of this Super Bowl, or technically in March, who was traded for Alex Smith, can play in the slot, been playing some safety, both strong and free. As well, Austin Ryder, a former seventh-round pick. I think Ryder was a 2014 seventh-round pick, if memory serves me correct. Maybe it was 2015. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, He blew out his knee in a game against the Redskins after they let him go, and he signed with the Cleveland Browns, and now he's been starting for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now he's in the Super Bowl. So good for him. And good for those three guys. I I always enjoyed uh, Breland. I didn't know Fuller that well, uh, really at all. Uh, did not know Ryder at all. Didn't I mean he was here so short? Just you know, just not enough time to get to know everybody. So good for those guys. Uh, it's not just about Kyle Shanahan and his coaching staff, and it's not just about Kyle Shanahan on the San Francisco side. Again, I mentioned some of those. Really good coaches that he has with him, that he's had with him for a while. Those guys, former Redskins coaches and coordinators and people, are really good coaches and really good people. So uh, that's the angle that I'm focusing on. Obviously, Andy Reid, in his maybe last shot to win a Super Bowl, who knows? If he wins it, maybe he retires. I have no idea. Eric Bieniemy becomes the head coach. I just don't know. All right, good to have you with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Coming up next, we'll talk with uh, my buddy Steve Schaup from Fanspeak.com. He's back from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. He'll get us going on the defense. We'll concentrate first on the corners. And did the Redskins coaching staff miss out on an opportunity by only being in Mobile for a few hours last week? That's next, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. This is David Harrison of the Locked on Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, good to have you with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. So my friend and pal, Steve Schaup from fanspeak.com. Make sure you go to fanspeak.com. He's got a tremendous website filled with all sorts of NFL draft information. Uh, He's been covering the Senior Bowl for a long time, the Combine, the path to the draft, everything that you need to know. Make sure you go check it out again, fanspeak.com, fanspeak.com. He's got some really cool um, tools that you can kind of play fantasy GM, manage a salary cap, kind of explore 
where the Redskins might be going or your favorite NFL team. I assume it's the Redskins in this particular case. Uh, Fanspeak.com. They've got premium tools. They've got free uh, stuff to play uh, and kind of educate and, again, uh, make yourself a little bit more familiar and intelligent. All sorts of cool things. Different sports as well. Steve's got it covered as well for you. Fanspeak.com. So we caught up via Uber Conference. So the audio, you know, in between the interview, when you hear it from me, is the best I can do uh, because that's just the technology uh, that sometimes I'm afforded, and I'd rather bring you the material uh, than not. So I tried to do the best I can to work around it. Steve Schaup, fanspeak.com. We started talking about the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, and the experience. I'm doing great, Chris. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, Senior Bowl is always a fantastic trip. You get the chance to interact um, and talk with these players, see them up close and personal, all while being surrounded by NFL scouts and coaches. So every now and then you get a little uh, seeing who they're oohing and aahing about and uh, maybe furiously writing in their notebooks about from time to time as well. So it's just a great all-around experience. Uh, They do a great job in conjunction with the NFL a fantastic event for the NFL teams because not only do they get to watch these players for three days of practice and then the game up close and personal, personal, but then they get to interview these guys, and that's a big part of mm-hmm. it. They get to talk to them, um, not you know, not just uh, well. They will do quick like five minute interviews here or there to get some background info. With almost every player down here, they're doing a long like fifteen twenty minute interview and really getting to know these guys. And that helps save them time when it comes down to the combine, and they only have so many guys they can have those types of interviews with. Absolutely, and that's a key. Before we get to what you guys are doing on fanspeak.com and as well, who jumped out to you on offense and defense, we'll do this over a couple of segments. I wanted to ask you this. Just all that you mentioned there, the Redskins' new coaching staff only was down there, from what I understand, for less than a day. They flew down. Of course, the scouting staff was there, the Kyle Smiths and all that. Uh, and and those are the guys that are doing the, the heavy lifting, the legwork at this point while Ron Rivera puts his staff together. But do you think it's a huge disadvantage or a, maybe a mild disadvantage for the coaching staff, for the coaches, for the head coach, whoever, you know, there is no GM right now to not be down there, say, in this particular case for the Washington Redskins? I think in a case uh, where – the the team's just being compiled together, as you said, Ron Rivera. I mean, he was he was hiring guys as at the end of the week. There's not, you know, it's kind of a neutral uh, thing. I, I think ideally you'd like to have the coaching staff down there for all, uh, all as much as possible. But there are some teams who don't bring any coaches. So uh, the fact that the Redskins did have some coaching presence is a positive. Um, you know, we, we saw Scott Turner there on the sideline watching the offensive players. We saw some of the other coaches down there. Um, you know, I know Rivera was was there as well. And, and probably a lot of what they were down there for was they probably found a day and they keyed, you know, 10, 20 guys they wanted to interview, and that's the day we're going to go down there, and that's the day we're going to put a little extra effort on these guys. Um, just since they're trying to do so much because, you know, they are – they're in many ways starting from scratch with this team and installing a new offense, new defense, and, of course, getting ready to get all their players up to speed. You know, it's not like – it's obviously a lot easier when Mike Tomlin's down there every year 
because it's the same offense. It's basically the same de- you know, offense and defense every year. So, you know, he's he said he's ready to go. So uh, I hope in the future the Redskins take more of that approach uh, because I do think there's definitely a benefit for these coaches, even if it's just their first look at these, these 110 guys who are down there at the Senior Bowl. First look is a start. I totally agree with you. Uh, and, you know, you never want to be coaching in this game because it means you're really bad. But, you know, the one year the the Redskins have coached in this game since I've been covering the team, 2012, and that was the Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan regime, they did land, you know, Kirk Cousins. And they I know they fell in love with Russell Wilson, and they would have drafted him if he hadn't been snatched up. And, boy, how things may have been different. Uh, but they fell in love with, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, or they found Kirk Cousins. Uh, and, of course, that – turned out to be a pretty successful find for them. And, you know, you have to kind of wonder whether they would have found him in that regard um, or had that kind of connection uh, with him if they weren't down there. Um, you can follow Steve on Twitter at Steve O speak at Steve O speak on Twitter and as well, fanspeak.com fanspeak.com. Now, before we get back into the senior bowl, Steve, you know, I've been an admirer of what you've built at, at fanspeak.com for a long time. I've used uh, your different tools, um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to kind of, you know, going through this whole draft process. Why don't you tell the fans what you've kind of built there for those that are unfamiliar uh, and how Redskins fans that are listening to this podcast can get involved and can have some fun but also scratch that, if you will, that fantasy GM head coach kind of itch that many fans have. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, Chris, for saying all that. Uh, so at FanSpeak, we do try and focus on tools and uh, and tools for the fans. And our main one is on the clock, the mock draft simulator. There's a premium version where you can uh, include trades and uh, an even upper version where you can also include the free agency aspect. And what it does is it allows fans to run a, a mock draft simulation using their team and the other 31 teams are simulated. And, uh, you know, while some of it is you want to be predictive, uh, a lot of it is just about educating fans and creating plausible scenarios because fans are familiar with the Chase Youngs and the Joe Burrows and Isaiah Simmons. Of course they are. They watch these guys and they're star players in colleges, but are they as familiar with these fifth, sixth, seventh round guys? And, you know, uh, from a, a Redskins perspective, we see that. We've seen the Alfred Morris's uh, hit. We've seen, uh, you know, last year Cole Holcomb. I mean, who would have thought this guy would have played as much as he did this year or Jimmy Moreland in the seventh round? I mean, these guys are important and, and Harmon and, um, you know, just so many. And that's around the league. And, and it, it helps allow fans to educate them because they start to see, well, hey, you know, I need to start researching about these guys and finding out who they are and right. what they can bring to my team. And um, so that, that's the, one of the main purposes of it. But also it's fun, and we want people to have fun with it. Uh, the other tools that we have pretty much go around our on-the-clock simulator, and that's the Manage the Cap tool, which does, allows a free agency aspect a similar thing where you can cut players, re-sign players, um, see what's out there in the free agent market. Uh, we also have a simulator that allows users to vote for their team needs for for their team. That way, you know, you know, don't just have to take my opinion. You, the user, can vote, and uh, collectively we we tally those votes and update the user team needs throughout the process as well. So we have other t- similar tools to that, and it's all about fans having a voice and. 
uh, being able to be part of this this process for uh, the off season and kind of like you said, putting on their GM hat. Uh, and you can find all this at fanspeak.com. Again, fanspeak.com. Um, Steve Shop is our guest right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Steve, if you don't uh, mind, and, and we'll obviously come back uh, to that before uh, our time is up, uh, I wanted to hit up before we take a break. Um, you broke down the all-senior bowl team on offense and defense, again, at fanspeak.com, and I don't want to totally take everything from that, but certainly the you know, a couple of the positions uh, of interest, if you will, um, that we have. And, and for now, I know you broke down the edge pass rusher. I, I mean, I'm going to right now lean towards Chase Young. I think that's kind of how everybody sees this for the most part. Of course, they could trade out of it. I think, you know, right now, um, you know, we'll kind of leave that for the fans to go check out uh, again at fanspeak.com. But if you don't mind, I'd like to kind of start on the back end because we know this the Redskins at least need one corner if they don't need two corners and I know one guy and again you mentioned up uh, you mentioned him in the runner-up category of the cornerbacks uh, that you know that really stood out to you was Troy Pride Jr. I know a lot of people were buzzing about him but you have a couple of other guys that stood out to you can you go into the cornerbacks and how they might be able to help the Redskins sure and, and as you said the you know, uh, the Redskins know what they have in Quentin Dunbar, though he's had had some injuries in the past. But beyond that, it's a wide-open book for the corner position. So they're going to be looking at guys early and late, um, you know, to fill out their roster. And if you're looking early, there wasn't any first-round talents uh, at the corner position down in Mobile. And as you said, the Redskins are probably going Chase Young anyway, so that doesn't matter unless they do trade back. Third round, maybe uh, a couple of these guys would, would – be there, but you probably could get them later in the third round or fourth round. Uh, and that is Michael Ojemunda Mundia um, from Iowa, Dane Jackson, and as you mentioned, Troy Pride Jr. I think they're all very close um, in, in that kind of like late third to early to mid fourth round. And the Redskins are projected to have a compensatory pick in the fourth round, so they might have two uh, two shots to take a corner in that round. So um, all three of these guys, I thought, looked really good throughout the week. Uh, and, and it was a very impressive receiver class down here, much better than a year ago, where really you only had two or three standouts, including Terry McLaurin. This year, there was eight, nine guys who were playing like they could be NFLers um, and contributing next year. Maybe not all starters, but, you know, number three or four receivers as well. And, you know, I, I really liked all three of these corners. Um, Dane Jackson, I think, was a favorite just because he came in. There was a lot of negative negativity surrounding him uh, coming in that, you know, he's a late-round guy, a sixth, seventh-round guy. He can't play man, can't play zone. You know, it's funny you hear different things from different sources. And he just went out and showed that he could do it all. Um, one concern with him is he – like a lot of college corners, he does rely on grabbing a lot uh, because you can get away with that a lot more in college than you can in the NFL. That's something he'll need to be coached out of. But overall, he showed fantastic coverability, uh, played the ball well, also come up and run support really well, which is something, you know, look, we see a team like the 49ers who are all about the running game in the Super Bowl. That's something you need to do as well. And, and when you're in a division with guys like Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott, you definitely need to know how to do that. So I thought he had a really strong week. And then the late-round guy that I also mentioned was Kendall Vilder uh, from Georgia Southern, smaller school guy, 
but he just competes. He's a smaller guy. He's probably more of a slot corner at the next level. But, boy, I just love watching this guy play. I mean, he's going up against 6'4 receivers. He's about 5'10", barely 5'11". And he's matching up with them and and not letting them make any easy catches. Every now and then they could out-jump him and and get the ball. But the fact that he played big physical guys and, and would get physical with them and not let them out, just out-muscle him uh, really impressed me. And he had a couple of highlight interceptions throughout the practice week and also got an interception in the game. All right, that's Steve Schaup from fanspeak.com. We'll finish up with more on the defense. We'll see the offense for the next episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, check out his work, fanspeak.com. Fanspeak.com, we're with you on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals, and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, I'm Chris Russell. We wrap it up on the Locked on Redskins podcast for this episode with my buddy Steve Schaup from fanspeak.com. Again, focusing on the defense. He's back from the Senior Bowl. If you need more Senior Bowl coverage, again, check out all of his work at fanspeak.com. I've got a bunch of it at redskinsreport.com, a bunch of guys that jumped out to all the experts and analysis with little video clips. Uh, so highly suggest you get yourself familiar as the Redskins uh, and the rest of the NFL, again, are very much on the path to the NFL draft coming up in Vegas at the end of April. We finish it up with Mr. Schaup right here on the rest of the defense and who to look at. Well, unfortunately... While there are some good safeties down here, there weren't many what I'd call the pure free safeties. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, a a guy like Antoine Brooks Jr. from Maryland could play it some, I think. I think Duggar could play it a little bit. Uh, That's not their best position. So I think some of the better free safeties uh, were not down here. Uh, One was supposed to be Ashton Davis. He failed his physical down here. From my understanding, it was nothing serious. He should be fine to work out at the combine. They just didn't, you know, think he should be out there running around all day. Um, right, all week. But he he would be the mold of the free safety that you're looking for, uh, and kind of in that mid to late second, third round mix, depending on where you like him. Um, and, and of course, some of the other higher rate safeties, Antoine Winfield Jr. would be another one down here. You didn't have much of that, especially if we're talking about guys who could contribute early. Um, mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, they're they're much more in the box or kind of like cover two safeties. You could do a little of each, uh, but not that single high free safety that the Redskins would ideally want to pair with uh, Collins. Do you did you uh, and that makes sense? Did you see anybody that stood out to you that would be an idea? I mean, look, there's no Luke Keekleys. We all understand that. That's what made the Carolina 
4-3 defense so good for so long at that Mike linebacker. Did you see anybody that jumped out to you and you said, that guy can be, you know, maybe a better version of Cole Holcomb. That guy can be maybe a lesser version of Luke Keekley, but he can still be a starter at that Mike linebacker position in a 4-3 that Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera are going to run this year, or was that guy not there? Well, the best the best Mike linebacker that was down here was Evan Weaver from, from Cal. He's just a tackling machine. He led the nation tackles last year, finished second in the nation the year before. Uh, you know, if he sees a ball carrier, he's going to tackle him. That's the type of guy he is. He's not great in coverage. Uh, he can he held his own at times, but he's a guy that you're going to have some concern there. And that's why it's kind of tough to put a put a mark on him. If this was 15, 20 years ago, he's probably a top 25 prospect because mm-hmm. all you're caring about is stopping the run. In today's NFL, he might be a fourth rounder. So, you know, that's just kind of the range. I thought he helped himself this week, but he also showed that he is a little uh, uh, deficient in in covering um, receivers out of the backfield. Probably the guy that I'd point to who was down here would be Malik Harrison. He's probably the more ideal of a fit at a will linebacker spot, but I talked to him down at the senior bowl. He can play all three positions. Uh, I think he definitely projects as a mic as well. Um, in a 4-3 defense, he is very good in coverage. He had a really great week and a good senior bowl game. Uh, so I, I came away really impressed with him, both interviewing him and uh, just watching him play all week. His coverage ability is very, very strong, and he defends the run pretty well uh, at the same time. So uh, he would be a guy name, that so... I think you could look at in like the third round. All right, once again, that's my buddy Steve Schaup from Fanspeak.com. Good to have him with us. We will have him from time to time here with us on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks, as always, for listening, downloading. Please share with a friend. Please tell everybody you can think of. Spread the links, copy the links, uh, download the links, do everything you can uh, so that we can continue to grow. And don't forget to check out our Google News Initiative, Redskins Updates, Monday through Friday, one in five-ish minute reports, sometimes a little bit less, sometimes a touch more. Uh, On the Redskins, on various different topics, always available. Just go to Google and say, hey, Google, play me, Locked On Redskins. Away we go. Super Bowl week continues. I'm Chris Russell. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.